Welcome to another edition of Plank of the Week. I've got the plank here, uh, and of course we award it at the end of the show to the person who has been the biggest plank of this particular week. And I have to say, uh, this week there are even more people to look at than there have been for a while. I'm delighted to say, once again, Dawn Neeson is with me. Uh, Kevin O'Sullivan, of course, as well. This is turning into a bit of a regular thing. I mean, people are quite enjoying the fact that it's the same people all the time. Apart from all the people who used to do it with me, of course, who are all complaining that they want to be back on. Well, you've on. got the dream team. I have. Why would you go anywhere yeah, else? Why would you, why go, would you go anywhere best? else? Now, why I can't remember who started off last week. I think it was Kevin. So I think, Dawn, you should kick us off this well, week. Well, you never start, though, do you? No, I never do. Do you why? want me to start? Do you think you should? No, I think it should be you. Okay. Ladies okay. first. You should Let's start. be old-fashioned and gallant. Lady. Right, OK. I think I'm going to win straight away, boys. Do you? you Sorry, think. just give up. <laughs> right, let's go home then. Give up. Uh, just give up now. I'm going to go straight in with a bit of royal twittery. Yes. This is going to be Mike Tyndall. Mike Tyndall, Mike yes. Tyndall. OK, so if ever proof were needed that we're all in this COVID mess mm. together... Yes. Mike Tinder has just proved without doubt that we are not. Yes. He, Tell us why. Uh, well, shall I? Go on. Well, absolutely. Go for it. Right, okay. Well, he has been claimed, he's a multi millionaire, right? He's worth 15.7 million. He's the fourth richest rugby player in the world. He's married. Does that work? To, I don't why know. is he worth 15.7 million? No, but he is, all right? start already because he's married into the royal family exactly any cash cow so he's married to the queen's granddaughter lives in a nice house da 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 and he has been claiming furlough He's been claiming fellow. He runs a public speaking company, right? Yeah. But he, the events company that he runs is only really for one event, and that's him. Yeah. And he's the guy that does the it's, public speaking. It's, it's, only so, claiming, it's only claiming for one employee, and yes. the only employee is uh, Mike Tyndall. Yes, exactly right. So technically speaking, when he says that he's claiming furlough but he's not getting it, uh, that's a bit confusing, isn't it? It's it like, look, he's not alone. I do realise And it's, it's not, not illegal, alone. right? No, it's not illegal. Morally, it's completely and utterly bankrupt, by yes. the way, but it's not illegal. You know, and you know, Guy Rich has done it. Jamie Oliver's done it. Gordon yep. Ramsay's done it. So he's not on his Steve own. Steve Coogan. Steve Coogan's done it. Put his gardener on Ste- Stella McCartney. She yep. must be short of a few bob, mustn't she? Absolutely. Um, right. So they've all done it. Um, but honorary exception, Ed Sheeran, yes. who has got his staff standing back when the puppy runs right. and he's paying them out of his and own he's pocket. Paying this is also a guy, by the way, who paid £28 million in tax last year. So you've got to take your hat off to Ed Sheeran. You know, absolutely. He's the complete no. opposite. Stop making yeah. records and that, then we'll all be happy. Yeah. Him, we? <laughs> <laughs> well, of course, Kevin would have to introduce a note of bitterness to the <laughs> proceedings. But, you know, you've got to give the guy credit where it's due. The he's not running away yeah, no, to not pay his tax. No, absolutely. absolutely. And Simon Cowell, to be fair, yeah. which is really hard to be fed Simon Cowell. Sorry, Simon, if you're no, I think Simon but, Cowell's a good guy as well. Absolutely, but he is doing the same thing and he's had a go at all these very, very rich celebrities who are claiming fellow. Because let's not forget, this isn't the government's money. Everyone's thinking, oh, it's the government's yeah. money, it doesn't matter. It's not. Yeah, it's our money. It's our money. Yes. Taxpayers' money. And there are far more people un- and more deserving than Tyndall who are not getting it. No. Because their company doesn't qualify. Uh, well, exactly. There's about four million people, mm. I think, who have fallen through those mysterious cracks yes. because they're self-employed, running small companies, right. who can't claim mm. anything. And these are people, very small companies, not married to millionaire granddaughters of royalty, etc., etc. And you know what? The total cost is expected to be 50 billion in furlough I know. that we're paying out. It's extraordinary. Absolutely extraordinary. And there's no guarantee that some of those people who, when they finish getting the furlough money, are not just going to be made redundant because well, if they're working for companies... They are guaranteed to lose their jobs. Yeah. If you've been a whole year and your employers haven't required your services, you can rest assured they're not going to require yeah. them back. Yeah. That when this furlough well, so when you've forgotten ends, how to do whatever it is you're supposed to do. Yeah, when this furlough scheme ends, mm. uh, there will be two million people instantly unemployed. And that's why... Uh, 
Rishi Sunak keeps kicking the can down the road because he's terrified to lift it. Well, yeah. yeah, end of April, end of May. And By the way, I think Rishi Sunak's wife also furloughed some people, didn't she? And well, I think she that, is a billionaire. I know she, she is. She's one of the richest right? women in the world. Oh. But there's obviously a problem with the system, isn't there? But the, um, I mean, you know, it, there is a huge problem with this system. Like, in theory, furlough is a good scheme if it's well, supporting. Not anymore, it's not. And I don't think it has been a good scheme for a long time. If it's, it's been, it's, it's put this country but it's, into it's, a state of fantasy. Well, that's that we true. We don't understand that's how true. bad what is but going it's better, on. Is that but it's, actually is. But it's, it's better to have people earning money mm. rather than actually getting benefits. Should have cancelled it? it ages ago. Mm. Yeah, but there, there are a lot of people depending on it, Kevin. A lot of people. Well, yeah, but then then they'll get used. To reality, there's no point in no, putting them into a false. Fault. No, but this is on. a fool's paradise. Yeah, but it's, it's not their fault they can't work. So therefore, yeah, I mean, starving on the streets. I know. I mean, this is the bloke who used to work with Matthew. Well, if, if, we, did, to, if we didn't, if we people. didn't do this, well, you know, you don't have to believe everything that <laughs> Matthew Wright believes, to, no. to say the least. <laughs> Or sake. indeed anything he believes. No, I know. Absolutely. Any he case, doesn't even believe it. Mike Tyndall is my oh, right royal good. plank. I think that's very good. Kevin, let's have your first one. Uh, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's a kind of a friend of mine, but he probably won't be after this. <laughs> Uh, it's the editor of the Daily Express, Gary Jones. <laughs> yeah, we all know Gary Jones. Uh, you know, he's a good bloke, old Gary, but mm. uh, he's had a moment of absolute insanity. Former colleague of ours from the Daily Mirror. Yeah, yeah worked, worked with him at the Daily Mirror, uh, like him a lot and all that, uh, but he has had a moment of journalistic insanity. So uh, I want to preface this <laughs> by saying I'm only criticising him professionally, yes. not as a human Quite being. Quite right. I hope we remain friends after this. Good luck with that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> if we don't, what the hell? He might, uh, he might pick on you and run a nasty tabloid campaign Well, that's all right. You. Nobody reads the Daily Express. And, and even oh. fewer people are going to read the Daily Express after this. Oh, I like this. the Daily Express. <laughs> Daily I used to work for them. Yeah. The Daily Star's better. It's, it's yeah. what the Daily, Daily Mail would be like if it didn't have any money. Uh, or journalists. Uh, so the uh, Daily Express under Gary's auspices has, <laughs> has suddenly become green. So green. Uh, this week, it began this week by stunning its handful of remaining readers by telling them, well, this is now a manically yeah, green The newspaper. green revolution. It is devoted to climate change. Yes. Uh, we'll still ch keep churning out the, these newspapers on paper. Yeah. We'll still keep uh, burning resources by being online. But we're going to be terribly, terribly green. Yes. The thing about the media is know your audience. And uh, Gary doesn't <laughs> seem to know his readers. He doesn't seem to know what the, they're about. Well, there they is are a chance that, that he's change. right and you're wrong, though, isn't well, there? Well, Maybe he's trying to grow it. There is no chance that he's right <laughs> and I'm wrong. But there uh, was, I, though. I, I, look, I've been around in journalism <laughs> longer than he is. I know he's making a massive mistake. Well, all right. And also, also, I don't like this nonsense of ostensibly intelligent journalists buying into this absolute rubbish about us being in a climate emergency. Yes. We are not I'm with in you on a that. climate emergency. I'm with you on that. However, there's a lot of people who think we are, right? And one of the problems that, that, uh, that we find, and, and you'll, see, you'll have seen this if you looked at the paper that day, mm -hmm. is they had a whole series of uh, polling that they did all of which yeah. had 66% of the people saying we want to do something yeah. about the climate emergency. And how does Gary see the newspaper going forward? I mean, when there's new Extinction Rebellion uh, revolts, well, will it? Will the Daily Express thing go on, block the London bridges? Maybe. You know, what's it going to say at the next election? Vote communist. You know, but right, I tell you, Gary, Gary if you're watching, yeah. Gary, uh, within six months you're going to have about six readers if you're lucky. This is a massive mistake and it is buying into the biggest lie 
way that we are being subjected to, and that is that we are in a climate change emergency. Emergencies don't take 30 years to happen. No, that's true. Very true. Rubbish. But he only means rubbish. it as very genial advice, though, of course, Gary, so don't take it too yeah. seriously. And, and, and can, I, can I just say... For I'll buy you a drink, Gary. Yeah, you work for the Daily can Star. I just say, can I just say, as a matter of balance, there is one very, very, very good newspaper in that particular newsgraper group. The Daily system. Mirror, right? Good columnists. Uh, really good columnists. They're all the same company now, aren't they? Yeah, they're all the same company, but the sister paper, the Daily Star, is particularly good. Great fun. Laugh every day. Great columnist on a Wednesday. Also, great columnist on a Wednesday. Also, I'm going to say that I quite like the Daily Express because they, above all else, uh, do an awful lot of stories about me, quoting me, listening to my radio show, so I'm all for them, to be honest. So but they won't be now after you just had well, a go at the green maybe that'll change. Maybe that will change. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Okay, time for my first person uh, this week, and it is Shadow Attorney General Lord Falconer. Now, I don't Ooh. know whether you spotted this, yeah. um, but it was a pickup uh, from the Mail on Sunday at the weekend, which then got more legs in the evening standard. He basically um, got up in front of a group of lawyers and made a little speech in which he said these words about the coronavirus. Right? This is a gift that keeps on giving. <laughs> Now, know. you know, we all know what he means, Cheers, right? Charlie. Yeah, thanks a lot, Charlie. <laughs> we all know that my Lord Falconer is a decent guy. I've had him in the He's tent right, of common Charlie, sense. Yeah, I quite like yeah. him, right? He was basically talking about how the law keeps changing and keeps getting more complicated and therefore more interesting because lawyers are a bit weird. They're yeah, a bit and because like lawyers can make money out of yeah. it. Yeah, what he means is lawyers can make yeah. much more yeah. money yeah. out of it. Yeah. Right. What, yeah. what we're doing is paraphrasing the however many deaths we're actually at. What is it, 43,000? I can't remember. I think it's 120. But, uh, lawyers, can, lawyers can make money out of it. It's basically what he was saying. Yeah. The thing I always like about Lord Faulkner stories is that they always have this paragraph in them where it says, Lord Faulkner, a friend and former flatmate of former Prime Minister Tony Blair. Tony Blair, Blair I know. Which never helps him out, really, No. Does it? I <laughs> it's mean, not it's going to, is it? That, uh, you know. Yeah, that guy done half hanging in there, doesn't he? I mean, every, every Labour leader he's managed to secure a big job with. Ed Miliband, of course, unfortunately for, uh, for my Lord Faulkner, was on Andrew Marr on Sunday morning and was asked about it. And he said this 
uh, he said, oh, uh, he's very, very sorry for his choice of words. Mm. It was a very poor choice of words. I've spoken to Charlie this morning, and he is very, very sorry and apologises for what he did. What was it got to do with Ed Miliband? Well, well yeah. I know Ed Miliband has got some kind of nebulous oh. role now in the shadow cabinet. But, I mean, who cares what he Ed, thinks? Would that be the same Ed Miliband uh, who, during uh, the run-up to the election that he lost against Cameron, uh, uh, was quoted secretly as saying, we're going to weaponise the NHS. That's this right. Is yeah, the, that'll be this the is the trouble then. with Labour. Mm. <laughs> you know, it's like uh, Keir Starmer saying, oh, let's all dress in Union Jack suits and uh, con the patriots mm. in this country. It's always, it always comes across as they so don't get it right, cynically do they? trying to manipulate. Do you, remember, um, do you remember the Ed Stone? Which he launched. Oh, the headstone. He, right, he had this stone made up with like the oh, Ten Commandments yeah. for the Labour Party. Apparently, Actually, had it made. Yeah, had it made. And, and I it cost fortunes. How much? It, it, got, it disappeared. Didn't I it? think it's. I think I've read that it's somewhere in a warehouse near Hastings because that was where he launched it. it. Right, it'd be great to find it. Let's it? find the headstone. Headstone. What oh, an absolute. Yeah, well, and that's another really bad move by Labour, isn't it? Let's bring back Ed Miliband, they, they, a yeah. symbol of utter failure. I mean, next they'll bring Corbyn back, make him shadow foreign secretary. Exactly. Why not? Might as well. Right, Dawn, num number two for you. Number two, right. Oh, my God, it's flying, isn't it? Right, I'm going to go. I'm going to go religious now. How are you? Uh, Reverend Gerald Robinson Brown. Oh, yes. Mm -hmm. Lovely. He's a 29-year-old trainee vicar at the oldest church in the city of London, All Hallows by the Town. Beautiful, beautiful church. Any case, when we lost um, Captain Sir Tom last yes. week, rest in peace, um, <clears throat> Gerald took it upon himself to tweet about the death of a national treasure. Mm. Everybody loves Captain Tom. Anyway, Jarrell, a vicar, tweeted, the cult of Captain Tom is a cult of white British nationalism. I will offer prayers for the repose of his kind and generous soul, but I will not be joining the national clap. Remember, all urged to clap on the yes. doorstep, which I, I personally wasn't that great with. I didn't with join the national clap no, either, I but I didn't decide to but tweet I out just about what British nationalism. Can I just ask a question? What's wrong with British nationalism? Nothing. Nothing. But you can't be white and have British well, nationalism, but, or else that makes you some kind of racist. Right? We are mostly white in this yeah, country. I, I, I don't actually care what colour we are, but why? Why is race seen in everything now? Mm. At Absolutely everything. There's a race angle to it. Yeah. Mm. Well, and luckily, it's just... um, he thought better of it, didn't he? When he, he saw did. that everybody was actually thinking that was the most ridiculous thing they'd ever yep. read on Twitter, mm -hmm. and he withdrew it, and he's now closed his Twitter account. He has, but, yeah. But by the way, uh, some senior clerics have now come in uh, defending him. Have they? And saying yeah, they that have. This yeah. is unfair that he, that he tweeted a perfectly reasonable thing. So once again, this is the Church <laughs> of England under that idiot Welby. I know. Uh, proving that it does not understand the people of this country. Well, this is. It doesn't seem to care about no. the people of this it country. It doesn't. Either. Well, this is why they're down 200,000 worshippers in five years, mm. and mainly because, you know, since Welby's been in charge, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. But, I mean, you know, the lovely Jarrell, you know, he's also got a book coming out. Has he? Funny that, isn't it? Yeah. And the book title is Black Gay British Christian Queer. Yeah, it's not on my Christmas list. No, yeah, that's a real page it's, turner, it's, isn't it? It's, it's, <laughs> uh, by the way, that's, that's the ending. Let's, 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 let's shed a little tear but, uh, for Justin Welby's uh, uh, passionate campaign to rid Canterbury Cathedral of all of its statues. Yeah, uh, he's no. been defeated. They're going to stay there. Yeah. Well, I actually saw... Leave the cathedral alone, you idiot. I was trying to get rid of the cathedral. But also, these are these people, right, who come in, the wokest. They come in and they decide that because they're in charge for a while, they can change absolutely everything. Mm. You know, I always say, it's a bit like the... You know, the Archbishop of Canterbury's job is a bit like being the manager of Manchester United. You can't come in and just change everything and say, right, we're going to knock down the stadium, uh, we're going to move Manchester United to, you know, Bedford, and we're going to be a different team in a different place. Yeah. They seem to think that they've got the full charge 
of the church. Well, they haven't. They're no. just custodians, aren't they? No, it's just, and it's, it's obviously, you know, how out of touch with yeah, exactly. most people in the Church of England. Yeah, yeah. I know. I mean, it's yes, just... It's, it's, it's like uh, Welby and his gang are right out there in Wokeland, whereas the few remaining people who actually go to yeah. the Church of England churches are nothing like that. No. So a bit like Gary Jones at the Daily Express, they don't know their own audience. No, no. and no. as you've said many times, you really need to know your audience, and that is an appalling, and it was probably one of the most awful things as well. Can you imagine his family? Captain Tom oh, reading just, that. Uh, just and you just think, you know, what sort of an idiot <coughs> would write that kind of a tweet without thinking well, about it? I don't understand the thought process. I don't want to understand the thought process. Um, you, you know, I mean, you know, Captain Tom did amazing things um, and he achieved so much in his life and far more than Gerald. Yeah, I suspect, and also if you don't want to achieve. do something and you don't want to clap for something, just don't do it. Just don't you don't do have it. to tell everybody you're not <laughs> no, doing it. Know. You know what I mean? No. Kevin, let's have your number two. Well, it's an uh, uh, old friend of the show, uh, Femi Mm. Uh, the, Hi, the, the, uh, the obsessive Remainer <laughs> who gave up all other forms of income to devote his entire life to appearing on TV and radio shows as a boring pundit. Telling everybody, uh, one... I studied EU law. Yeah, that was his you. big line, yeah, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah. Dawn, of course, famously was in the studio with me when we had a little uh, set two. Um, one I of the greatest we moments. viral on that one. One of the greatest we? moments Massively in British history. Yeah, yeah. 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 Yeah, uh, uh, and uh, you know the man with the m world's most dubious American accent. He's yes. from Darlington, isn't he, or something? Yes. Yeah. Where did he get that American accent? <coughs> yeah, Darlington. Does he use that Wisconsin. to sound unusual? Do you think <laughs> at all? Well, uh, I don't know. I mean, but he, well, he, you do not get an American accent from your parents. No. Well, his parents, I as think, you know, I know exactly right. But I mean, the thing about Femi as well is that he appears to sort of lurch now from one cause to another, none of which are ever very successful. Yeah. And he's now latched onto another one. Yeah, well, uh, yeah, I, I, was, I was about to just say, I'm going to nominate him as Plank, for the, Plank of the Week just because he exists. But the real reason, uh, his latest atrocity, is to have joined and in fact become a leading light in this absurd campaign against the not yet even formed GB News. Yes. GB News, GB News is a new kind of Sky News type company uh, which is going to, uh, it says it's going to produce uh, unbiased news. Mm. It's kind of mission statement was to be perhaps right of centre in order to counteract the BBC yeah. and, the and, Sky. and the increasingly lunatic left Sky News. Uh, and I thought it was a good idea, uh, but it hasn't even hit the airwaves. It's only recruiting now, and uh, Femi and his gang are out there saying defund GB News. Yes. Do not advertise yeah. with this news service. When, Fem when well, he's Femi being helped and aided and abetted by Hope Not Hate, yeah, which Hope is not that hate. ridiculous organisation. So, 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 GB so, News yeah. hasn't done anything yet. Well, I know that's <laughs> my point. <laughs> so, so Femi, Femi, when assailed quite rightly by lots and lots of objectors and protesters on Twitter and. Facebook, Facebook, who said, hang on a second, you know, you, you're telling telling people don't pay for adverts on this channel, shut this channel down, it hasn't even opened yet. He said, well, it's about freedom of speech. Yes. I've got freedom of speech, freedom of expression, freedom of choice, so I'm free to do this. Oh, but GB News isn't free to yeah. broadcast no. then. No, I, know. I mean, the hypocrisy of it and the insanity of it. And uh, a man, you know, like I've, I, I had a bit of time for Femi in the past because although I didn't agree with him, to say the least, he always had lots and lots of facts. He studied his subject yeah. and, and didn't, you know, he didn't often he didn't often come across as that insane. What he's doing now, <laughs> what he's doing now is absolutely yeah. insane. I guess he's joined his crusade. Do you know who else has joined his crusade? <laughs> yeah. The 
fox killer, Jolian Moron. Oh, yeah, he, well, he was in support it's the whole of fox the fox thing, isn't yeah. it? Going on well, there. apparently, he actually, with that, this is when you know a man has absolutely no sense of irony or self awareness. He actually tweeted out that it was the, it was the cause of Fox News that made America erupt into yeah. violence over the US election. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the idea that the guy who killed a fox in his yeah. backyard with a baseball bat yeah. while in wearing his wife's gown. kimono mm. um, would actually put Fox News in any yeah, tweet. Yeah. But I mean, what? you can tell that this guy is these, a moron. These people, they are the enemies of free, freedom of speech. Yeah. I mean, even but we know that. Andrew, ne Andrew Neil, uh, you know, uh, GB News, and by the way, where we are, uh, UK TV News, uh, U News UK, the company we work for, is going to put up a rival channel. And, you know, I wish all of them great success. Yeah. Yeah. The more journalistic outlets there are, the more exactly. discussion there is, the better yeah. a country also, this is going to be. Don't shut people down. No. Even if GB News said we are going to be a right-wing news yeah. station. By the way, you're not allowed to in this country because of Ofcom. There are regulations. Uh, there are regulations. I mean, but even if it said it. that, right. why not? Why not? Well, it's been a great advert for GB News because like all things, you know, we assume everybody knows about this stuff because we, we work in now. the media. Yeah. There's a lot more people yeah. now who didn't know it was yeah. happening who now do know it's happening. And, and you know what? Well, and, you know what? It's, it's, it's giving jobs to young journalists. Yeah in the teeth of the worst recession we're ever going to face and what is wrong with that and it, well, exactly. it also it's it's giving vent to uh, you know a place where there can be more public debate yeah. what the hell is wrong yeah, but why also, would they want to shut this because down because these are the same people who don't think I mean Peter Hitchens and I have discussed this many times they don't just want you not um, to have the opinion they don't want you to be able to share the opinion so if you've got that opinion, you shouldn't be allowed to actually espouse it mm. or publicise it so, or talk about so it. So liberal freedom of speech only happens if you agree with what yes, they say. Exactly. Yeah, so they'd be all Shocking. for it if it was uh, a left-wing. Oh, of course service. they would. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, what? The Guardian, bizarrely, was one of the top sort of, uh, cheerleaders for this because it was one of their writers, I think it was Marina Hyde, uh, who first wrote about the fact that GB News was going to poison mm. the, the, the well of public debate in this country. Uh, which yeah. is pretty rich coming from the Guardian. Do not, <laughs> you know, it's not, not at all biased. No. no, do not make the mistake of uh, conflating right-wing politics with hate. The real hate in politics yeah. comes from the left. Well, Look I've at Corbyn that. and his mob. Yeah. Look at Momentum. Yeah. Those are the hate merchants, mm. not the right-wingers. Exactly right. Now, speaking of hate merchants, I'm going to nominate a man that uh, I've nominated many times before, and he made it onto Plank of the Year, actually, fairly high up the list. Gary Lineker, a man we <laughs> haven't heard from for a while, um, but he's managed to do it again. He'll no doubt say in his defence... Oh, I was just making a little joke because that's what I do because I'm so whimsical. But you might have noticed the BBC's not on the list this week, but it might be carried over, it might be possible to say, because the TV licence fee, which has been the course of some debate over the last year probably as to whether over 75 should have to pay it, whether they should be threatened <laughs> with prosecution if they don't pay it, whether or not the whole charter is going to have to be changed, whether or not certain people like Gary Lineker have paid too much money. Despite all of that... In a, what can only be described as a moment of absolute and utter madness, the BBC has decided to increase the licence fee Why would you do by £1.50. Why would you do that now, when we are where we are? Yeah, I mean, call me old-fashioned. It might not seem like a lot of money, but why would you do it? £1.50 goes from 15750 to £159, and that's going to be from the 1st of April 2021, mm. right? So they tweet this out, right? So as if that doesn't cause enough outrage to people who have had enough uh, and are sick to death of watching all these woke programmes on the BBC that nobody wants. Gary Lineker <laughs> retweets it, quote tweets it, and says this, but... But I've just taken a pay cut. 
I mean, it was a bit not reading the room, wasn't it? Really it really was because again, I know I see what you're trying to do, a bit like Lord Faulkner trying to give a bit of a, you know sort of humour to this yeah. situation. But this is not the time, Gary. I'm afraid to make out uh, that you're uh, making a joke about prices going up for people who haven't got any money, given that you are a multi-millionaire living in a very comfortable lifestyle mm -hmm. uh, on television whenever you like, and with se several contracts coming out of your ears. I mean, it's just not the right thing to do. Astonishing story this weekend. Sunday Mirror splashed on it, quite rightly for once. Uh, 750,000 pensioners uh, over 75s are just not paying their license. Really? Yeah. So it's been, uh, you know, after 20 years of over 75s having free TV yes. license, quite right too. Uh, the BBC viciously uh, reimposed this. Mm. Although, to be fair to the BBC, they were told to do it by the government, weren't they? No. So that's what, that's what well, they didn't it, have is to their defence. They no, didn't they got, have no, to. No, they weren't told. No. They said there was no way out, mm. that they'd have mm. to do it. Yeah. They, were not they weren't ordered. They didn't have to do I'm it. I'm just trying to show a bit of no, uncharacteristic fairness. No, no, no. We're fairness. not going to be fair to the BBC because the BBC's been outrageous. I apologise unreservedly. So, so seven... <laughs> 750,000, and they think maybe as many as a million yeah. over 75s uh, have refused to pay their license. So that's and 159 saying, million quid they're They're all saying, uh, come and get me. Yeah. Find me, send me to prison, see yeah. how that looks. Right. And that's put a £120 million hole in the BBC's finances. Mm -hmm. More and more people are not paying their license. I'm getting that sense and, all the time. And they, yeah. Instead of putting the license fee up, they should be thinking about seriously reducing it because the more they dig their he heels in about this anachronistic TV license, the less it is going to last. Yes, I agree with well, that. Well, you know that they pay their executives 375 million pounds Each. a year <laughs> a year no the average the average bbc executive is on 148000 pounds a year the average earnings of BBC employees is £45,000 a year. Meanwhile, across the rest of the UK, it's twenty-four grand. I was going to say, that's really roughly twice, isn't it? Yeah. But really I mean, what about, I mean I, I've mentioned this guy before, Ken Macquarie. £325,000 yeah. for being yeah. in charge yeah. of diversity yeah. and, uh, what is it, uh, bias yeah. Yeah. on the news. And, t t and uh, Tim David, the new uh, Director General, we've got to stop calling him the new Director General there. He's been he's there been quite doing a long a while, time. Though, he's, he's made a mess of it already, so give him, give him uh, a credit where it's due. Uh, he he uh, said last week, uh, oh, well, you know, Netflix might be doing all right, but, you know, it costs you 150 quid a year for Netflix. And if we were on the open market, the BBC would be, we'd have to charge at least £420. Okay, do it then. Yeah. Try it. See how many Try people it. actually yeah, exactly. buy it. People, pay are not pay, the people do not want to pay £157.50, let alone £159, mm. and they would never pay uh, 400 quid plus in a month of mm. Sunday. But I don't believe that the BBC does give particularly good value for money. No. What is it that's so great about it? What what is it that is so much better than Netflix or ITV? Well, or the thing Channel is, 4? I mean, people are used to using the BBC in their own particular way. For example, some people like Radio 1, some people like Radio 2, some people like Radio 3. Um, and, and you sometimes go onto these different radio stations and listen to them for five minutes. Mm -hmm. But you don't listen for very long. No, no. And if they weren't there, I wouldn't really miss them. No, no. And we're talking our generation. We're mm. talking the older generations. We're not talking youngsters because they're not watching the no, BBC. They're all watching YouTube. Unfortunately, exactly. for, for and that's so, free, yeah. by the way. Yeah. So uh, as far as the BBC is concerned, they are barking uh, up the wrong tree. And Gary Lineker, I think, really ought to be ashamed of himself. And if he had any kind of brains and or kind of feelings of remorse, he would take it down. But well, I, you know, I had a guy on from the representing for uh, what they call the Sil Silver Trust or something. They're, yeah. they're campaigners for the over seventy-five. Guy came on my show at the weekend, and he says, "Well, he said apart from anything else." 
He said, to, you know, why, why are we being punished? Why are we being told to pay our license fees after 20 years when they're paying Gary Lineker 1.75 million mm. to say play the diagonal ball yes. on match of the day? It's I ridiculous. I know. It really is. And it's not as if he works his socks off, is it? He's not even on it for most of the year. Yeah, um, Dawn, what's your number three? Right, my number three. These are all a bit linked today, aren't they? Right, this is the United Nations, uh, and this is UN Women, which is a group designed to empower and fight for equality for women. So you would have thought... You thought they'd be in favour of women, then. That, yeah, absolutely, yes. men to quite like women. Yeah, um, women. In, in any case, uh, yeah, women. any case, you know, you would have thought they'd be, you know, fighting for, you know, young women around the world being raped, enslaved, beaten, abused, yes. murdered, treated as second-class citizens, etc., etc., etc. Any case, right? et et they tweeted this week that eight times in one tweet, eight lines, said, there is no wrong way to be a woman. Now, we right. all know, us women... What that means, what that implies is being a woman is all inclusive. Uh, In other so words, anyone can be a woman. Anyone can be a woman. And I made the big mistake of tweeting back, well, well as yeah. a woman. As a woman, there's no wrong way to be a woman, but I'm suggesting having a penis and testicles sort of isn't probably the right way to go about it. Mm. Oh my lord. Was that the beginning oh my of God. being brought down? Like, like the touch paper and yeah. stand back. I mean, that was that really, really kicked off. And um, I've been threatened with a bit of light rape. Goodness By gracious. another woman. Really? Yeah, but it's a woman with a with obviously a penis. Yes. So yeah, that was that wasn't it an experience. I know. Um, so it has gone mad. But it's it is like. Look, I get, you know, I get that. But it's more wokery, isn't it? It's more wokery. And why aren't they out there fighting for women who are really, really Mm. suffering? Why has it turned into a political woke campaign to fight for something that most ordinary women, really, we just want to get on with our lives? And be left alone. And be left alone. And so, obviously, there is a wrong way to be a woman. And I prove that by by actually daring to answer back and point Mm. out that you know possibly so people get so angry about this stuff i I know oh my god they're so angry they're so angry and all i want i look i i you know you go to the gym sometimes it's hard to be a woman yeah apparently it's a good song um, but all I want is to go into my changing room in the gym and, and not can be not be confronted by a naked woman right. with with you know with the, the, the boy bits. Yes, that's no. all I want. I mean, so it's, it's different if you're in Germany, obviously, because that's they kind of just have mixed changing rooms there, and you just have to what you see is what you get. Yeah, but if I'm going into a mixed changing room, you, I expect to see know. that. But yeah. I'm not. I'm not. No, of and, course. But it's turned into this. This, this, this it's a very toxic tra- argument, it's, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, it's turned into trans trumps. Mm. It's like, you know, a trans person's rights trump a biological woman's yeah. rights. And I'm not even sure if that's the correct phraseology. Mm. But I would just like to say to the Cis UN women... woman. Uh, yeah, what? I mean, I've never known away. about what that is. Cis really. woman is a woman. Is it? Yeah. <laughs> oh, OK. Yeah, go away. I mean, so UN women... Cis like, man as well. Cis fight male. for equality. <laughs> properly you know like i'm suffering here with these two talking over me being boys yes. you know, mansplaining everything so fight <laughs> so fight for women and look after the young girls that are really suffering around the world yes i think that's a very good sentiment and very well said thank um, you it's my turn i think isn't it so no it's your turn kevin sorry your third one uh right in the spirit of uh, you've uh, come up with a few people who aren't particularly famous but uh, have been particularly plankish yes uh so in that spirit uh, i've come up with someone called uh, siobhan benita oh yes uh she's some sort of former uh, high up high-ranking civil servant who mm. now works uh, in the field of political campaigning oh yeah uh and 
she got about like eighteen thousand followers, so she's not the type. Oh, so she's sort of middling. Yeah, Twitter. she's a middling uh, pundit type person. Mm. Uh, she uh, tweeted a big picture of her. Uh, uh, she called it a black passport. Actually, it's dark it's blue. blue. Hmm. Uh, she Maybe says, she's colourblind. Yeah. <laughs> uh, my new black passport has just arrived. I will hate this document until the day it expires. Hashtag <laughs> Brexit shambles. <laughs> Dear me, I talk mean, about people being angry. It's a passport, yeah. love. It's yeah. a passport. <laughs> also, don't worry, also, don't worry you can't go you anywhere can't for a while, it. so you don't, have to, you don't have to look at it for ages. And here's the thing, Siobhan, when it expires, you'll have to apply for another one. And guess what? It'll be the same colour. Yeah, it also won't so be you're going to hate that till it expires. You're going to be a lot of hating in your passport world what for mean? the rest of your life. Why are people getting so worked up about this? I know. It's done, it's dusted, move on, get over it. Let's make a success of it as yeah. much as it's we can. It's my favourite reason for Brexit, to get the old blue to get the old blue passport just back. to annoy But they're people. not actually like the old blue ones, are they? They haven't got the two kind of, um, you remember they used to have like two little sort of slits in them where you'd have the number and something yes, else. yeah, yeah, no, they're not. Well, no, they're because no. they're, they're the bendy covers, because in the old days they were, you know. They were really solid. Proper, proper cardboard. They were yeah, huge as well. They're yeah. like the biggest passports Massive, in the world. Massive, yeah, absolutely yeah. right. Yeah. So presumably it's now the same size as the European yeah. one, but it's just yeah. a different colour. I honestly don't give a monkey's what colour my passport is. I just want to be able to use it again. Well, exactly. You just want to be able to go somewhere with it. Anyway. Also, I'm one of the things I'm hoping we can now do again, because I actually missed this when we were in the EU, um, when you go to places like Italy or France or Spain or Germany, you get a stamp. I want a stamp. Oh, yeah. You know, when I was that. a kid, we yeah. used to drive across Europe. Yeah. We used to get a stamp in, yeah. it in France, get one in Luxembourg, get yeah. one in Switzerland, mm -hmm. Austria, Germany, mm -hmm. Italy. You to do it again now, mate. Well, I think it's great. That is great. Um, you can claim them. Yeah. Yeah. And also, also, the other thing about uh, passport pass uh, stamps, yeah, you're right, as kids, you know, yeah. so, oh, please can yeah, I have yeah, one? Can yeah, I have one? And, then, yeah. and then all the nice immigration officers, yeah, all right, Sonny, you know, give Yeah, it was one. great. Uh, but uh, they, they're going to come back into their uh, own, aren't they, because of the, the crisis, you mm. know, people are going to want to know where you've been. That's so true. Maybe it's passport stamps yeah. are going to make a big comeback. Well, poor old Siobhan, I really do feel for her, because amongst all of the terrible things that are going on in the world at the moment, imagine the having to have a passport in a colour you didn't like. I know. <laughs> Also, 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 oh. I will hate this document until the day it expires. Siobhan, get a life. What happens Grow also, up. what happens if she expires before the passport? Yeah. I mean, I don't wish to put anything uh, no, you know, nasty No, that's probably going there. a bit far. Is, is like, that going possibly, too far? Yeah, sorry, far, I'll take yeah. it back, Siobhan. Yeah, but, it's, but there's an implication in her angry little tweet that uh, we won't always have to have these passports because we will, of course, rejoin, we'll rejoin at yes. some point. Good Siobhan, luck with that one. No. never no, rejoining. No, You've had it. No, it's definitely not. You happening. lost. And Maybe you're she out. could. You know what I would suggest she could do, uh, and this you'll like this suggestion, right? Get one of those passport holders, which is a different colour. Right? <sighs> Who'd have thought of okay? that? Okay, now you no. can get a nice expensive one. You go down to Harvey Nicks, get a nice expensive. Uh -huh. Gucci one maybe, uh, <laughs> or maybe I don't know um, an Adidas one. I don't know, but you can cover it up, can't you? And you can, and you'll yeah. never know what colour. No, 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 it is. no, 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 absolutely, yeah. See, I'm uh, full of good uh, ideas today. That's amazing. Isn't that good? It's a positive thing. Like Very that. positive. I like that. Yeah. yeah so I'll pass that on. Maybe I'll tweet Siobhan later. Yeah. Um, my, uh, we were talking about the leader of the Labour Party earlier, and I'm afraid he's back in it. So Keir Starmer. Yeah. Uh, just when you thought you couldn't actually make it this week, but I'm going all the way back to the day after we made planks last week because it was Prime Minister's questions of course <laughs> when he made this appearance and he's getting more and more grumpy right and I love the idea that more and more people are now saying do you know what Keir Starmer I'm not sure he's all that really I don't think he's that Liar clever. Starmer. I don't, Liar yeah, Starmer. yeah and I mean suddenly uh, he was got at very easily by Boris Johnson who skewered him not once but twice mm -hmm. on the on the outside of this uh, debate they were having about 
hotel quarantine, which is another story we might get to next week. Um, but Keir Starmer denied saying something that he'd actually not only said, but had said several times. Four times. And it four was yeah, also recorded in Hansard, which is yeah. everybody knows, is the great record mm-hmm. see it on of YouTube things that are well. said, right? Yeah. But worse than that was him not remembering what he had said, particularly since he's known as Captain Hindsight. He, was, he couldn't remember what he'd actually yeah, said a few yeah. weeks earlier. He denied it essentially. Then, after the PMQs is over, he gets involved in a sort of skirmish behind the Speaker's chair, where apparently he had to be kind of physically restrained yeah. and pulled well, away from Boris Johnson because Boris Johnson had wowed him up so much. I I forget what he denied oh, wow. saying. Yeah. Let's not forget what he denied saying. He denied standing at the dispatch box in the House of Commons four times yeah. and saying that Britain uh, must have abandon its unilateral vaccine policy and join the EU vaccine yes. rollout we programme. Be so that. Uh, if any of you think that we would have been better under a Labour government throughout this crisis, there's your reason mm. we would not have been. Yeah. We'd have been tied up to mm-hmm. Ursula van der Leyen yeah. uh, and uh, <laughs> in a complete mess. So, you know, so he denied this in the House of Commons. And to his credit, he had to, he had to. Uh, apologise right. afterwards because there. Yeah, but is, he didn't really apologise, did he? His, apologies, his was apology was, oh, oh, I, didn't I misheard. Hear it right. I mean, how can you yeah, mishear? Yeah, I mean, did. we've all been in the House of yeah, Commons. It's yeah. a very small chamber. Yeah. If you stand where Keir Starmer stands and you sit where Boris Johnson sits, mm-hmm. you're not going to mishear yeah. no, that distance no, no, away, I'm afraid. No, no. Uh, yeah, and all this feeds into why all the Labour acolytes, they've had enough. Yeah. They think Keir Starmer's rubbish. Well, they think not only is he rubbish, but also... I and he is. I said this, I've been saying it since the beginning, I've never thought he was any good, I never thought he was particularly clever as a lawyer, I never thought he was particularly good as the Brexit secretary, since he had two different policies, one for where you voted to leave and one for where you voted to remain. And he also then, uh, of course, took over from Jeremy Corbyn. But he hasn't done anything no, at no, all. Come on, come on, that's not fair, Mike. He loves the flag. Oh, now he does. He does love now the he flag loves the flag so so much that he can't move without at least two yes. flags. He's got to have one behind being him. Behind him. Yes, yeah. and I mean the red unbelievable. Flag. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but but also his idea of kind of you know asking questions to Boris Johnson that he's already answered, but he hasn't actually bothered to notice that he's answered. It's ridiculous. You see, his entire policy in terms of being the opposition, and I, you know, at first, you know, you couldn't deny it wasn't that bad an idea, and it is this. When your enemy is making mistakes, do not interrupt him. Mm. Uh, so uh, the government was in a lot of trouble about the coronavirus and all that, uh, and uh, so he just sort of sat back and let them go, get on with it quite sensibly, I think. But uh, through the months, uh, the, the government's coming to its own. Its vaccine rollout mm. is a triumph. Uh, it's looking better politically. Uh, I mean, I'm uh, very annoyed about not coming out of lockdown. But, you know, the, Boris is in, pretty, he's in pretty good uh, mm. states. Uh, and uh, it's astonishing. It's astonishing, given the circumstances of this country, that the Labour Party and Keir Starmer are below Boris Johnson and the Tory party mm. in the popularity. Mm. It really is. That's no mean feat. No, it's quite an achievement. Well, I actually. think people are seeing through them as well. And, and the other bit of news this week was our, um, about their um, Labour and the um, introducing a civil award, getting rid of the gong system. Oh, yeah. So there was no, no sirs, so uh-huh. Keir Starmer will have to cancel himself. He'll have to give himself. his away then, will he? Yeah. He's got um, his. He's not interested in anymore. He's all right. He's all right. You know, a <laughs> Abolishing the Victoria Cross for, uh, for you know people. Well, because it's a bit 40. too close to the slavery yeah, absolutely. age. Absolutely, and uh, MPs no longer have to swear an oath of allegiance to the Queen. But hey, we've got a flag. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah. No, this is when it came out that he once wanted to abolish the monarchy, wasn't it? Yeah. 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 Right. Yeah. Amazing. Absolutely amazing. Well, well I'll, tell you, I'll tell you one thing, though. Uh, Why don't we just abolish the Labour Party? No, no, well, no, I stopped see, taking I, I them think... seriously when they started shouting at tea bags. Yeah. Yeah. The, here's what they should do with the honours system. Uh, keep it going, but ban politicians like Keir Starmer and Boris Johnson from being able to nominate anyone. Yes. Keep the politicians out of it yeah. and it'll be yeah, a perfectly he, good system. If he hates it that much, why did he bloody accept it? Right. Well, because he's a hypocrite. Oh, yeah. yeah. He's in the Labour Party. Oh, yeah. Come on. Oh, sorry. Come on. Oh. Smart that. Because oh, he's got sugar. <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, we've got our nine, I think. Um, Have we? I think that I'm going to choose my favourite one of yours, Dawn. So okay. give me your three, please. My, mine were the Reverend Joel Robinson Brown. Yes. Um, they were the UN Women's Group. Yes. And um, Royal Husband... Mike Tyndall. Oh, I think it's got to be Mike Tyndall, oh, isn't it? Shoo-in. Absolute shoo-in. Mike yes, Tyndall. Definitely, yeah. definitely. Right. Kevin, suggest uh, yours to Dawn. Mine were uh, Green Daily, Gormless Green Daily Express editor <laughs> Gary <laughs> Jones. He's not going to pick one. him. <laughs> yeah, you're not going to choose that, are you? I because Because you, you want to suck up to the Express <laughs> Group newspaper. <laughs> Hello. Because you write a column well, in the sister paper. She writes for a rival, rival paper. It's a rival paper. It's a very good paper. I'll tell you, I'll tell you what's a great column. Is uh, Robbie Savage's Mine? mum in the mirror? Oh, really? Every Saturday, absolute must. Oh, I haven't read that. Absolute must not read. No. Uh, so, <laughs> <laughs> so we've got. Why? Why is that in there? Why God is that knows. in the paper? Right. So yes, Gary Jones, and then uh, Femi Amawula uh, for oh, his uh, opposition to GB News and uh, saying telling advertisers not to advertise with it when it hasn't even breathed the breath on telly mm. yet. Uh, outrageous. An affront to freedom of speech and expression. Uh, and finally, uh, Siobhan Benito. Oh, yes. The uh, hater of her back or her blue passport, a document that she's just received that she will hate until it expires when she'll have to apply for another one and hate that <laughs> till it expires as well. So those are my three. Go on, then. I'm going to go for passport bird. Passport Sorry. woman. Yeah, passport woman, absolutely. Right. Can I call her a bird? No. Yeah, no. No, that you can. Sorry. Anyway, yeah, I'm yeah, yeah. Because, yeah. I mean, that is just so... I'll get your hate mail on uh, Twitter again. A lot of people stupid. disappointed you didn't pick Femi, though, I have to say. But that's No, right. I know they will be, but I, I you know... Right. I, I, I saw, like, Femi's got... Well, you're in charge, Mike. You've got a soft spot You're in charge, Femi, Mike. You Put Femi me back in. Femi was the reason we blood. went viral. That's I mean, true. I had a particular eye roll, and it was it's on there forever yeah, now over good. Femi. I still watch it every now and then. I know. Just to keep yeah, it. That's just weird. It's really it is really no, good. It's just weird. Um, right, my three. Uh, Gary Lineker, Lord Faulkner, and Sir Keir Starmer. Uh, ooh, uh, it's tough, uh, but uh, I think because uh, the BBC is getting this so wrong... And uh, Gary Lineker is symptomatic. Is 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 part and parcel of why the BBC is getting everything wrong. Mm. I'm going to go for Gaza. I think Gary Lineker. He's always a good one for the top three. It has to be yeah. said because he's the guy everybody loves to hate, even though he thinks a lot of people like him. So the three: <laughs> uh, Gary Lineker, Mike Tyndall, Passport Woman. That's quite a tough choice, actually. I mean, I would say Passport Woman drops out into yeah, third not, place. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I agree but with that. But you may that differ. That made me laugh. It was like Butter Woman the other week. Yes. I mean, you but know. But Butter Woman didn't win, though, did no, she? No, no, no. But, I mean, it, it's, it's quite fun to yes. get your knickers in a twist about something Yeah, we like want to know why you didn't have the guts to nominate Gary Jones. <laughs> Daily Star, Daily Star, Maybe, maybe Gary Jones is right about... You might write about you if you're not careful. Now... Well, all right. Well, so do you think we should keep Passport Woman in the mix? No, that's John's choice. Seriously, I'm just being funny. No, it's not. No, I'm, no, it's our choice as to what we oh. do. 
Oh well, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm. Are a, you with me? Look, Gary. It's like I say, Gary's an old friend of mine. Uh, it's just a purely professional criticism I have of him. I thought you meant uh, so Gary. So I would, I would go personally. I think Femi should be right up there. Well, you know, I don't mean that. We've picked the three, though. Uh? We've picked the three already. We're not going back on that. Well, you why not? No, because you don't. We've already picked the three. The three are passport woman, Mike Tyndall, and Gary Lineker. Well, it's going to have to be Tyndall for me. Tyndall to win. Yes. Tyndall to win. Yes. Bank of the week. That yes. suits me actually. So I it's would not put a competition, Dawn. I we always pick, give you the easy one. No, but she loves it. Gary Lineker second, and Passport Woman I think third. All right. Or are you going to argue that as well? No. I'm not. He was a Kick arguing. Passport Woman out. Give it to Femi. <laughs> One. Femi fourth. I've won. Femi can be fourth. fourth. We'll put Femi fourth. So, there we are. Uh, it's a great story today in the sun. Uh, we have decided to pick Mike Tyndall as plank of the week. Congratulations. I'm sure you'll enjoy swimming around in your private swimming pool at Gatcom Park while remembering that this great award is yours and yours alone. We'll see you next week. Thank you, guys. This is Plank of the Week. Thank you. <laughs>Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.